My beautiful downtown Guthrie, welcome back to Hit the Bricks. Everything that's interesting about Guthrie, Oklahoma. Uh, Justin Fortney, Chris Evans. Hey, good to see you. Good to see you again. Yeah. We're back home. Right in uh, Hit the Bricks World Headquarters. Yes. Uh, Episode number 13. Oh, it's like we started this only yesterday. It really does feel like mm-hmm. yesterday. It's going by pretty quick. It's been, this has been a lot of fun. For the most part. Well, no, yes, for sure. Absolutely a lot of fun. Yeah. And cut. <laughs> You're supposed to build a program yeah. up. Yes. <laughs> yes. It really is fun. Let's take it to a different level today, then. Okay. We have guests today. Yes. Yeah. Ryan, Lee, and Evangeline. We're grateful to be here. Yeah. yeah. Glad you guys are here. Thank you guys for having us. Yeah. And I do think you're a very interesting show. I like oh, it. Good. I watched it. Yeah. yeah. We were just talking about The Rabbit last week. It was great. Right. Oh, Leonardo. Yeah, right? Leonardo. Yep. <laughs> yes. Here's a big hit. So last week, if you, if you somehow missed it, for some inexplicable reason, <laughs> uh, we were at Oklahoma Mini Mill. And um, yeah, they have a, this fantastic rabbit. I, um, my wife and I were talking the other day about how um, I didn't verify, but we think that the rabbit is actually about that big, yeah. like two <laughs> inches long. But he just uh, he puffs out to yeah. intimidate the world yeah. and to save himself from predators. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> hopefully, he didn't go through the, his fur and go through or his fleece. Excuse fleece, yeah. fleece, fleece to go through the machine. <laughs> he might be that. He might be this uh, that small this week. We offended the fleece community so <laughs> yes, much we did. last week. I'm glad we got I out caught of there. myself though. We're getting better. Though. Right? Yeah. 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 So, um, you guys are playing at Red Brick Nights. Uh, Never heard of it. This, shush. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is, uh, uh, I don't know, what are we calling Red Brick Nights? Like a, uh, like a street festival, music festival, community block party. Yeah, block party. Yeah. You help create it, you should know. I know, but we don't like. We never really talk about what the call is. You don't like things. to put labels on it. Exactly. Yeah. If we want to have like. Flaming juggalists. <laughs> uh, we don't want to box it into Bill Dip the Bow yeah. or yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right. If we want to have Bell Biv DeVoe play, we need to make sure we don't like, you know, lay into something that would yeah. yeah. Leave it open to whatever. So um What's the we're... weather forecast for Saturday? It's just all hell's breaking loose. Forty percent. Yeah. Oh, there was a chance of rain. Go yes. figure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 40% chance of rain. So 60% chance of it being gorgeous and perfect. So what we've done in the, in the past with Red Brick Nights, I know we're getting us on, like, recorded for everyone we can just, like, play this little snippet. The recording? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> every year when there's a chance of rain, there's, like, 4,000 questions on Facebook. Hey, is this still going to happen? Right. Um, and so... We should like break this little snippet out to just like reply to all that say, uh, we play it by ear. That's, that's, that's it. Yeah. We're just gonna see what happens. Let's see, eight night of pray, that that question comes up every single time. When's it start? Which is always high noon. And the parade goes on <laughs> rain or shine. Since nineteen twenty two. Yeah. And the parade goes on rain or shine, but not necessarily This will not happen rain or shine. The <laughs> <laughs> people will play expensive instruments. Yes. But We'll just see how, because like a lot of times, if it says you know that the whole the world's gonna explode Saturday, by Friday that's changed and it's fine and beautiful. So we'll just wait and see. And all right, I gotta ask the investigative reported question because it's come up. So when oh. do you make that decision? Is that like a five o'clock decision? Is that a three o'clock decision? A noon decision? Um, there's not a super good answer to that. Okay. But thanks for asking <laughs> <Yes>. the question. <laughs> so like. 
if we wake up Saturday morning and it's one of those, um, what, are, what do they call it now? A particularly screaming eagle. If there's a screaming <laughs> eagle or a uh, the PDS, oh, the particularly yeah. dangerous, dang, gosh, mumble. particularly dangerous situation. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for saying it out loud. <laughs> so if it's one of those deals where like everybody's really fearful of their lives, like we probably pull the plug, like, like you know, first thing in the morning. Yeah. But that's not happening this week yeah, or this month. Yeah. So I think we'll probably just wait and before like before people like leave their homes right, so right, right. we don't want people to like drive from Oklahoma City or someplace and get here and be like oh now we're canceling is there a red brick hotline phone number they can call <laughs> yeah let me just James Long <laughs> <laughs> obviously any scenario that might pop up social media would be the best yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll start a Facebook account before Saturday and take there actually is one yeah so look look up red brick nights on Facebook before then, and we'll keep you advised of weather. Ooh, weather guy, we'll keep you advised. Yeah. Forewarned, keep you ahead of the storm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we talked about um, a couple weeks ago when you weren't here. I don't remember where you went. That was a really good show. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we talked about that book, Boomtown, and he does the uh, Sam Anderson who wrote that. Like one of the little storylines in it is about Gary England. And it was like I didn't expect to like read a yeah. bunch of stuff about Gary England in that book, and it was really kind of interesting. And he talked about how like at the um, like, the last couple of years of his meteorological career, like he was like you could tell that it really got to him. Like this whole um, you know the fact that it's kind of like a celebrity culture. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, and yeah. so and everybody, if you watch, you know some. Meteorologists more than others. Mm -hmm. There's only they're, three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Right. Some of them are a little more like rock starish than mm -hmm. others. Yeah. But yeah. you could tell from the book that like England was like, as he got older, he was a little more serious about it. Like, yeah. this isn't fun. This is this is people are you know losing their livelihood and yeah. their yeah. lives and yeah. that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah. One thing you know, I, I watched. I flipped through all of them. Because I, I watch them, watch it closer probably more than most. Weird, but uh, I it, it reminds me because I was thinking this the other day when Gary England was doing his weather forecast. You know, like it's uh, it was at Bacchus and Academy. Oh like, yeah, uh, like a mile from my house, and uh, he was always good about saying, okay, uh, center, or country club, get ready, take your spot downtown Guthrie, get ready. You know, he was always good at warning where the where the track was mm -hmm. instead of maybe describing where the left and the right of the wall cloud, right. and all that stuff. He was telling people ahead of time. And when mm -hmm. you hear second and noble, you're like, I know exactly where that's at. Yep. Yeah. And he always gave yeah. like his Mr. Rogers speech to yeah. like your kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's like, okay, kids, I'm gonna talk to kids right now. I'm I like, know, you <laughs> might be home alone and you don't know what to do. Exactly. You're scared. Yeah. 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 I was like, all right, son, get in here. Gary was talking to you. With <laughs> yes. your pots and pan over your head. Yeah. 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 Isn't it crazy? That's like 12 days of wall-to-wall -wall weather coverage we've had. Oh, yeah. And I mean, there's like, been a few breaks, but, yeah. man, it's crazy. And then it culminated like, basically here, like, last night. We were watching uh, Channel 9, and uh, they had kind of gotten to where they, they're like, oh, the storm is dissipating. It's losing, you know, it's, it's ferocity. Yes. And the, the helicopter started showing, like, the footage of Guthrie, like, kind of, like, down by the, the, the drive-in theater. Mm -hmm. We need to have a podcast there at the drive-in theater. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be right, really cool. Okay. Well, um, drive-in theater. That would be a cool place to do a podcast. The Beacon. You need to the Beacon, yeah. Um, so, so, so the helicopter is doing the shot there, and all of a sudden, 
you can see the water coming up out of like the trees and a pond. Yeah, that's a mile from my house. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so over the, like the storm starts sucking the water out of yeah. like, mm -hmm. uh, whatever. And, like, condensation. Yeah, condens yeah, condens yeah. The condensate, which was yes. never a word never until a word. Like, two weeks ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and as soon as, um, uh, who's Channel 9? David. 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 As soon as he sees that, he went from like calm David to like, he's like, what's that? He's like pointing at the screen. <laughs> like science is yeah. happening. I've never seen this before. Yeah, and he freaks out and he's like, I'm issuing my own tornado warning. And uh, at that point we were like, oh. You just know, got scary, and then like it's like a few seconds later, the who does the National Weather Service, right? The National Weather Service did like the tornado warning. So who hits the the siren? Oh, here? Uh, Chief Eric Carlo tells the police department to set them off. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize what the protocol was, yeah. but they nailed that like literally like just like a few seconds after David Payne was like ah yeah, and they I hear the siren going on. I'm like oh man, this is for real. Yeah, it's my, yeah. David Payne, he, sorry. Real quick, weather. He's like, <laughs> musicians, yeah. whatever. We're talking about weather. We'll, we'll get here in a second. But, you know, I always laughed at him because he always issued his own tornado warning. You know, usually the National Weather mm -hmm. Service would yeah, issue yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the, the weather people, he goes, we're going to issue our own tornadoes. And I'm watching this because you, you said earlier the tornado warning was southwest Logan County, and then it expired. They yeah. allowed it to expire. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like... Watching this stuff, it, this is different because it's actually headed toward Guthrie. So it takes on a whole new level for me. If it, you know, other talents is important too, but this is us. And so it's coming this way. I'm like, they're like, this stuff's getting its act together. It's well, well put together. I'm like, where's the tornado warning at? What are uh -huh. they waiting on? And I go, issue your own tornado warning. And then he did. And then the weather service actually did it a few minutes later. But yeah, as you see it coming here, I, I was about to issue my own tornado warning. <laughs> I bet the Channel 9 lawyers are just like, oh, God. Yes. He's issuing his own tornado <laughs> warnings again. Yeah. <laughs> always always good to be safe, though. Yeah. So you guys... Um, so anyway. Yeah, so anyway, back to music. <laughs> um, you're playing Saturday, but also, um, uh, if you guys don't know these folks, uh, uh, photography is a big part of your all's lives. And yeah. uh, the, the Cimarron Dove. I forget sometimes myself. Right. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. 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 So, and, and it's funny, but we, we actually fill in part-time for Van and Sherry at the mill. And yeah. so, yeah, yeah. yeah, so whenever they need fill-in people because they've got other stuff going on, they call us for that, too. So we're kind of, yeah. Right on. Yeah, we do. Jack and Jill of all trades. Jack and Jill of all trades. Photography's yeah. awesome. I, I, yeah. whore, I, you know, I know where to be and how to do yeah. it, you know, but... Aperture and, uh, and all, yeah. this, all that stuff is. Well, we live in a town filled with amazing photographers, and yes. so I, you know, I, I, I get in line. We just, I, I happen to be into uh, um, uh, basically uh, the first three types: calotype, daguerreotype, and uh, ambrotype photography. And which is like a little just, bit different yeah. than iPhones. Yeah, so it like, is. Yeah. <laughs> talk about like, hey, what, where that, that direct <laughs> shot at me? That's how I do it. <laughs> So like, talk about like that tradition of photography. Yeah. Uh, so, so whenever I was, a, I was a kid, I was kind of obsessed with these uh, tin types that we had in our family, and um, because I had uh, a couple in my family that were very old, like a hundred plus years, and they were identical images to like my parents. They look a lot like it's like whoa, it looks so much like them. I thought somebody's playing a trick on me, and so I would just I would I would really stare at those, and then I would look at other pictures of family members that look like me, and I was like wow, there's there's a story being told here, not with words, but if you just sit and 
and pay attention, you know, you'll find pieces of yourself in pictures, you know, in, in the history. And so I was really obsessed as a kid and I just loved the pictures, but I never thought of myself as a photographer. And then like at age 30 or something, I read about the process of like how they invented photography and I just became instantly obsessed. I was like, I have to understand how they did this, how they came up with the invention, how it all worked. And so we just went after it and she let me spend way too much money buying stuff. And, oh, good job. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I wasn't working enough at things we should have been working at because I was trying to figure out how this worked. And, um, and with the help of some other photographers across the nation, which was kind of cool, it's a very uh, uh, supportive network of people. Uh, we learned how to do wet plate in a pretty short amount of time and then we've just done it ever since. We've been lucky we helped shoot uh, some promo stuff for a movie. Well, we've gotten hooked up with uh, several kind of famous and fun people just because of it. And then we just meet tons of lovely people that, my grandma had this, can I have one, you know? And That's so cool. we have a lot of that. And so they'll bring us a picture and then they'll be like, can you do this? And be like, yeah, we can do that. And so, mm -hmm. yeah. So anyway. with the wet plate photography, it's not like you can just like take a quick photo and you're done. No, it's, yeah. Yeah, but it's still it's still a quick process. People think of it it's like you know because they had those head steadiers where you have to hold still. Well, a lot of those were like for daguerreotypes. Those could be like a forty-five minute exposure or something. You know, That's why all Just, yeah, something angry when they right. Yeah, yeah. Like, God, get me out of here. Right. <laughs> and so the stuff that we do really falls between like uh, the exposure times are between one to fifteen seconds usually. You know. Oh, so cool. It's, it's not too long of a setting. You can hold a smile for That's 15 right. seconds. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, look happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And even though it's very old, it's really nice because it was called the Victorian Polaroid because it's done in like 10 minutes and so you can see it and you can hold it and stuff and then it, it takes me about an hour to varnish it but um, but uh, yeah that's it it's, and so anyway we're local and so if anybody has any interest and in, you guys want a tin type or an ambro type look us up we'd be glad to do it and so Heck yeah like the um like the chemicals and things that you use like is that stuff that just like readily available or do you have to like seek that out oh uh, yeah you got to find it <laughs> like, oh, it's a problem. yeah 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 and uh you know make sure the company that is delivering it is is secure carrying them all and stuff you can't like a lot of you can't leave the country with a lot of the chemicals and stuff but none of them are too you know too hazardous daguerreotypes uses um uh, mercury vapor and that's very dangerous very dangerous <laughs> and so i i don't suggest anybody to mess uh -huh. around with any of that stuff very lightly but the stuff that we use uh i guess probably the most dangerous chemical will be silver nitrate and you just don't want to get it in your eyes, but other than that, it shouldn't uh, hurt anybody. So, you know what? Well, yeah. I'll stick with the iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is probably like all those chemicals inside our iPhone. We just yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, the rare but earth is my thing was burning earlier. Yeah. I was wondering why it was burning. <laughs> it's the silver nitrate, and your yeah, nitrate <laughs> slipping through. <laughs> um, see, in terms of like music stuff, you guys, um, when did you guys start playing music together? Well, uh, it, it's really great. T tell them about the wh where we're playing. It's kind of romantic well, for Red us. Well, Redwood Nights is just uh, like just right next to where we met. Basically, we we met kind of behind the where the bike shop is now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, the building across the street from Prairie, Prairie Wolf. Oh, I was about yeah. to ask if you met at the liquor place, but yeah, <laughs> we we were young. She yeah. was still a teenager, and I was in my young twenties. And I played a show there. Yeah, he was playing music there. My best friend was playing music there, and we met. And then he invited us over to his house like a week later, and we were playing music then. So. Yeah, and so neither one of us were from Guthrie, but we met in Guthrie, and we've never really been able to, you know, get too far away from it. It always draws us back to where we met. So it's just. 
it's like Guthrie's our love story in a way, and so it's kind of nice. Oh, yeah. you got a yeah. you got a song for that, right? Yeah, <laughs> a few, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's funny because Byron Berline let me trade in a guitar that way I could have the cash to go get our marriage license, and so yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. And, and he was like, "You sure you want to sell me this, man?" I was like, "I want to marry this girl." <laughs> and he's like, "All right, man." The Byron <laughs> Berline pawn <laughs> shop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He gave us a ukulele out of it too. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Chuck Woolery, who old Byron Berline is. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, your your all's uh, style of music, like, how do you how do you describe your music, people? Mm. I'm horrible with this. Yeah. Like, me, too. Music. me too. Me too. Yeah. Well, oh, you're yeah. one of our all time favorites, and I don't know how I would tell anybody. You know, I just I would say you're an Americana treasure. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> I that you guys that know it. <laughs> Just as one of my favorite songwriters in Oklahoma, he's an epic songwriter. Can you yeah. come back next yeah. Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> again? So I'm glad I asked you a question that I hate answering, um, and you hate answering. So that was a pretty poor journalistic move on my part. Uh, production yeah, like, meeting was not very good today. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, I don't. Singer, songwriter, Americana kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, in terms of like musical influences, that's a kind of an history. That's, that's not quite as quite as painful a question, I think. Yeah. Like who, like, who do you guys like uh, admire most in terms of like the musical world? We listen to Beck a lot, just mm. for his yeah, like yeah. wide variety of stuff. And then we really like yeah by default, just because yeah, just he has like such a wide. Don't... I can just go put it on, and I don't know what I'm gonna get. It's just all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Well, we so don't know like... what to listen to. We're like, just put back on. Yeah, and like eighty percent of the world or more, all they know is like two turntables and a microphone. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So he has like other stuff. So you need to like, Chris just gave us look like that's me. So uh, like Beck, like the uh, the. Yeah, not Bach. Yeah, I'm a loser, baby. So why don't you? Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, I got you. I got you now. Yeah. So like his entire catalog is full of like you can go from like yeah the the loser baby song to like pretty singer songwritery kind uh -huh. of things like like almost like sea change is mm -hmm. very yeah. Um, he he released a record that was only sheet music. Okay, it was a real yeah, record that you could yeah. you but you have to be but able to play to it at home. Yeah, yeah. Play it. What yeah. a trip. Yeah. yeah. Let me let me try a question. Okay. Okay. You said you guys met. You, music was your styles different or were they kind of um, similar when you got, got together and then she's a skilled musician and i'm a hack okay so <laughs> hack. somehow you know what i mean yeah. i uh, he's not a hack yeah. i just had music <laughs> lessons and he didn't gotcha. well yeah. so <laughs> he calls himself a hack but yeah she, but she she made me feel like a musician i was just in a band for fun i didn't think i was good at all i thought it was a joke really mm -hmm. and then she made me feel like i was able and i liked being around her yeah. <laughs> just to hear her play and right. so literally it was like i, I was addicted to listening to her play piano it was part of why I wanted to marry her I mean it's just it sounds terrible I just wanted to, I just want to listen the rest of my life but I did and and so the reason yeah, yeah well I mean I guess <laughs> tickets <laughs> said, yeah and so but it, yeah she uh, she made me feel a lot better about about playing music and I feel so grateful to her I'm going to say this in front of friends and family that might be watching it's a pretty big I, audience yeah, I really I really yeah I, I have a huge debt of gratitude to her because I don't think I'd be playing music if it wasn't for my wife and so and now it's uh, set 18 years together playing, so, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So. Anyway, but, yeah, I don't know. Give it. It's good stuff. Good uh, stuff. Stylistically, I would say that, that it was, uh, it's not supposed to be a style. It's a lot of it's journaling, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That it's like I'm just writing something that's trying to express how I'm feeling about something to my wife or my kids or myself or something. And then we just 
well, that's all we have. I can't I can't memorize other people's songs because I have a terrible memory. And so people would think, you know, wow, you have a lot of originals, and it's like it's only because I can't play other people's stuff well. I, you know, I, I, otherwise I'd play better songs. And so. <laughs> Um, well, you guys want to play a song for us? Yeah, sure, we'd love to. Cool. Thanks for having us. Heck yeah. What song are you going to play? You, so, us, them? They're going to play a song. Them. We're just going to uh, sit here and listen. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea.
Thanks for listening Great. to it. Appreciate you guys. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Verla. It's a fantastic song. Thanks. Nice. We uh, we like playing songs. It's Thank one you. of those weird addictions. People get these weird things. Some people are into cars, and we like music. So. Yeah. We're grateful yeah. to live in a music-filled town full of great people that support the arts, too, so right on. And uh, you guys have some uh, property out east of town. You used to put a video yeah, up yeah. on, uh, on the places where you put videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Were you playing a song next to your little creek there? Yeah. Have you seen that yet? We're pretty I excited. Have. Okay. Yeah. I'll show it to you after Thank we're you. done. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. We're so we're so grateful that we found some beautiful property right here, close to where all our family is. Because like mm -hmm. we're we're kind of in this epicenter where her her grandparents live, you know, about an hour away. My grandparents live about forty five minutes away. Her parents are twenty minutes away. Yeah. My parents are twenty minutes away, and so we feel really lucky. And we didn't know that there was a spot that was that beautiful, like in the county. <laughs> and so and it was because of the Russell clan. They had pointed us in the direction of Eastern Logan County out there kind of in the Iowa nation oh man it, we, we got so lucky it was a good price and it's beautiful land and we love settling here and being homesteaders with all these good people out here so heck yeah, yeah. it's cool. a great place yeah we've met a lot of really nice farmers out there too so yeah and they're all basically Guthrie people you know because this is their town and so yeah. right yeah cool and I've heard there's a lot of people in the county that it's like I didn't realize that that it's like Guthrie's their town but they're just county folk and they're not really a part of Cashin or Crescent and stuff like that so mm -hmm. We oh, count ourselves like that. We're peripheral Guthrians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys play at seven o'clock this Saturday night. Yes. Unless yeah. the, like the weather just uh, washes us away, mm -hmm. which could happen. Mm -hmm. This has been one of those weeks where things have just been weird. Has there ever been a Red Brick Nights canceled before? No. See. No. So I don't. I don't. Mm -hmm. I think we'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like that too. Yeah. 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 I think we'll be fine. Right on. Um, Let's go ahead. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and listen to an interview uh, with uh, Michael Cypress Banks, who's the director of the, this next show over at the Pollard. They're going to be doing uh, a show called Disaster! Exclamation point. It starts... Uh, June 7th. June 7th. <laughs> and the whole room's like, June 7th! <laughs> See, I held back. I was like, right. he'll get there. You're like, if he does, it'll be funny to watch him get there. <laughs> <laughs> so from uh, today is Wednesday, so not this Friday, but the following Friday, they'll open up with that show over at the Pollard. It's like a uh, hilarious show yes. kind of based on, like, uh, like uh, Matthew talks a little bit about this in the interview, but, like, all of the, uh, the disaster like, movies from, like, the 70s, mm -hmm. Those kind of those classic like things were on fire or things were flooding. Um, uh, the one that I remember the most is the Poseidon Adventure. Oh, I remember yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. Like my, I think my dad watched that like a hundred times, mm -hmm. and uh, I would like walk through like the living room and like see that on. I'd sit there and watch a few minutes of it and, and leave and yeah, constantly. Yeah, <laughs> that was like I'm not a super like watching movies over and over again kind of person. Mm -hmm. uh, my dad could watch. Stuff he never got tired of watching the movies. I'm, I'm that way too. You like to watch stuff over and yeah, over. Yeah, I don't watch. I don't watch very many movies, but the ones I do, I know what I'm getting, so I, I can zone in there for a little bit. Do you have the the DVD collection? Are you a collector guy? It's so nineties. Uh, DVD? <laughs> uh, no, not really. No, not really. So here's uh, an interview t talking with Matthew Cypress Banks about disaster that opens on June seventh. I'm super excited. Good talking. 
with Matthew Cypress Banks. Hello. Yes. Uh, thanks for being on our podcast. Of course. Yes. And we're here at the Pollard Theater in the green room. And I, I'm overwhelmed by like uh, set pieces right now. There's like cool stuff all over the room. Our props. Yes. Yeah, there's like, but it's like weird stuff. This yes. We've got, we've got some dummies, faceless yeah. dummies, um, life preservers. Uh, do you want to swing around and look at them? Yes. Can we? Sure. Okay, good. Why not? We've got some, some dummies, which I can't give away how they're used, <laughs> but it's real funny. Yeah. Um, uh, we've got some uh, walkie-talkies, circa 1970. Oh, nice. Whatever. Yes. With... I wanted those so bad when I was like uh, seven years too, old. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Me too. Um, a tab can. Current, because, <laughs> you know, you can't find them anymore with the pull-off top. Right. Anymore. Right? right? Um, and just, you know, uh, some oars. All this stuff, I just, you know, it's all real funny, so I can't, I can't okay. give it away. But here's a look at our chef. Here's a shark. I don't think we're using him, but uh, we've got one, just it, in case. It adds to the the um, uh, the atmosphere. Yes. The, the the disaster green room. So we're talking about the show Disaster. Yes. Exclamation point. Um, do you have to like, when you say the name of the show, do you have to like? Disaster. Right. Yes. Uh, sure. Okay. How long, <laughs> um, how long did it take? So how long have the rehearsals been happening? Rehearsals have been happening for three weeks. Okay. We lost some time with, with weather, whether it's, you know, right. rain or flooding or threat of um, mm. that without fruition. Um, yeah. but life, life has been complicated in Oklahoma. It has. With all the weather. But about three weeks, we've got another week. And then, well, we start tech on uh, Saturday. And tech means we bring together, we finally bring all the props in. We start working um, on a more completed set. We've got focusing lights. Um, and that takes three or four days Cool to do that. And that's just with the actors and in the evenings during the day, I'll be here with Jerome and, and we'll set those together. So it's a little more smooth for once the actors hop in. So there's a lot of stuff that, uh, that happens like beyond just a normal rehearsal time for for a show like this for any show um yeah. i think i think what it is is it's more than the audience realizes is happening oh yeah, yeah. so that you know um you know all these days that we we got actors who have been rehearsing this show for three weeks who are able to run the show now have to sit around and wait or stand around and wait while we make sure that this light is perfectly on them things might have to change a little bit um, so there's like a, like a whole week of rehearsal process that so much of the audience isn't necessarily privy to or think about or, or sometimes even understand. Yeah. Yeah. So that, through the rehearsal process, how long did it take before somebody made the joke? Like when something went wrong, oh, what a disaster. Oh. <laughs> Was that like... We haven't quite gotten there yet. Okay. But I imagine I'll give it another day. Okay. Cool. And, and I imagine that will probably happen. Cool. <laughs> so this show falls within the, the genre of jukebox musical? Is that the I would the term? call it that. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Which means what exactly? Jukebox music musical is a show that 
it's a new story, it's a new script, but using previously uh, published songs. So for example, Mamma Mia is a jukebox musical. Um, Beehive that they just did here hmm. at the Parlor is considered a Oh, that might be considered a review because I don't know how much of a plot there is to okay. yeah. uh, Beehive. Um, but since there is a plot to Disaster and there, since there is a plot to Mamma Mia and those songs are previously published songs, previously recorded by other artists and plopped into those shows, then it's considered a jukebox musical. Cool. Yeah. In terms of like the, the narrative or story that goes along with Disaster, give us, give us a sense of what people can expect from that story. From the story... I would say it's on the lines of the film Airplane, which was a big spoof on the airplane disaster movies like Airport mm. 79. Um, and it's on those lines, but it's taking all those disaster movies, anything that has to do with sharks or piranhas or fire or, we don't have any bugs. Um, what a letdown. Uh, the, uh, the tit- uh, not Titanic. Um, Poseidon, Poseidon Adventure, Adventure. Yeah. yes. <laughs> Put all those together and mash it into one giant disaster film. Oh, God. I grew up on all those movies. So good, right? Yeah. Like, my dad forced me to watch them, but I, I willingly watched it because they were awesome. Because they're yeah. terrific. The Towering I mean, Inferno and Poseidon Adventure was one of those, like, like you either It was a little it, more serious, right? Yeah, and it was kind of like that, uh, there's a, like... It's really, it can mess you up a little bit just because oh. they're like the, the upside down boat and everyone's right. on the verge of drowning the entire time. Yes. And so, yeah, if you have like a, a certain phobia for a certain thing, those movies can be a little bit. Oh, they'll get you. Uh, um, uh, so it's an homage to all those disaster. Absolutely. Um, you know. And and if you've seen any of them or even seen spoofs of them, you'll enjoy this. And if you enjoy 70s disco music, you'll enjoy this. Right on. Cool. Yeah. Like the um, the, there's like one description that I saw online that was like my I, I was reading it and I cackled while reading <laughs> it. Um, I'm gonna read it because it okay. You know, this is um, <laughs> this is like the last line of like the official like um, disaster paid like Broadway whatever mm-hmm. online and the last sentence says, as the night turns into day, everyone struggles to survive and quite possibly repair the love that they've lost. Or at least escape the killer rats. Are there rats in this version? A whole bunch. Okay, that's exciting. A whole bunch cool. of them. Yeah. Cool. So who's like, <laughs> in terms of cast, who's who's in this show? Uh, the whole show is comprised of people that I've already worked with or that I've wanted to work with. This is like cool. such a great cast for me for me to have. Um, so if you come to shows here at the Pollard a lot, you'll recognize a lot of people. Um, specifically, uh, Matthew Alvin Brown. Um, he was in, um, what was he? He directed most recently Almost Maine. Yeah. Um, uh, the last time I think he was on stage mode might have been Company up yep. here. He played Bobby. Um, he was also in In the Heights. Passing um, Strange. Passing Strange. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Hedwig. He was here in oh, Hedwig. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Emily Pace, who was in Ghost just recently, mm-hmm. and she was in Producers for Me here. Um, Which that was a fantastic show. Thank you so, very much. Well done. Thank that you. Was, I, a couple years ago? Two years ago. Two years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Producers was, yeah, hysterical and brilliant. And, yeah. Oh, thanks. So, well done. I had yes. a great time with that. Yeah. And I had a great time with Emily, so I wanted her to do this one. Right on. Um, Seth Payton, who I'd never worked with before, but he um, was opposite Emily in Ghost. And yes. I just thought he was yeah. absolutely terrific. Um, Devin Lewis, who I saw in 
both Ghost and Color Purple and thought, I need to work with her because she super, looks like she's a blast. Yep. Um, and um, uh, Clayton Blair, who is also in The Producers, right on. Uh, is in, my, in the ensemble of this show, playing several characters. Um, um, of course, I can't think of anybody who's in my play. Um, <laughs> Kara Chapman, who I've never worked with, and she's just terrific. She was uh, Patsy Cline here. Oh, yeah. And always Patsy yeah. Cline. And Erin uh, Heatley, who I'd only seen in productions uh, at The Boom. Mm -hmm. uh, down in Oklahoma City and uh, playing a child both times. And I thought, hey, why don't you play a child for me? Right on. <laughs> and because she does it real well. And she's very, very, very funny. And um, who else do I have? Dakota Mucklerath, mm -hmm. who was in Act of God with uh, Brenda Williams. Right. Um, here at the Pollard. And uh, Brenda Williams is in Disaster as well. She was hysterical she's, every time. She's no. magnificent. Yeah. I've known her for uh, quite a while, and, and I've never directed her before, so I'm very excited to oh, awesome. do that now. And Jamie Hughes, uh, who works here uh, full-time, um, he's performing now. Uh, he was also an act of God, and um, he's playing Brenda's husband in this. And he and I were actually at Oklahoma City University together back in the late 80s. <laughs> We were. Hooray for the 80s. Hooray yes. for the 80s. Yeah. And um, I've got Sierra Sykes and Nicole Phillips, who I both, I just directed both of them at UCO in Merrily We Roll Along, okay, um, cool. which was a blast to do. And if I left anybody out, I'd feel terrible if I did. I won't tell anybody I, if you did. Well, they're going to watch this and they're going to know. <laughs> Audra Chapman, who also oh. goes to UCO, cool. who I've been wanting to work with for a while. I think that might be it. Now I got it. I think that's it. Right on. Yes. Oh, and Jared. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, Jared um, Blount, who was also in The Producers and is now in, in the show. So I say, Brilliant. you know, work with your friends. Heck yeah. It's a fun time. <laughs> so when is opening night? Opening night is the 7th of June, and um, we're really looking forward to it. Yeah, so that's a week from Friday. It's a week from Friday. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And so, God, I always forget this. Like, uh, tickets... Pollard.org? Is that it? org. Sure. Yeah. Or just Google it. Or, or Google it. Come it. Pollard up. Theater, Guthrie, Oklahoma. You'll find yeah. it. Yeah. And so, um, and um, you can get, either get tickets on the website or come to the box office uh, here at the Pollard Theater on Harrison Avenue, downtown Guthrie. Um, so, up from now until opening night, like, give us an idea of, like, you know, from a director's point of view, like, what do you have to accomplish between, between now and then? Um, the first thing we have to accomplish is get some continuity and just run the show and run the show and run the show. And it's not going to be perfect every time because mm -hmm. we still got two weeks, and it's great. And then, um, and get continuity for everybody and get everybody into a rhythm just to mess it all up. <laughs> So when we throw them on the set and we find out that going up a flight of stairs takes a little more time than just running behind the set, and you realize it takes a little bit more time, and then throwing all these props at them, uh, the, the piranhas and the rats and the fire and the more rats, and um, we'll just throw a wrench into all that and then just getting used to that all over again. So my job as director is mostly done. Now it goes into the hands of the tech crew, and I just sort of approve things. Nice. Yeah. So I got the show up. I, I've created the show that I want, and now it's just tweaking little things, making sure it's perfect for the audience. Oh, very cool. Uh, is 
in terms of rehearsals right now, is is the the set being kind of tweaked and stuff this, while rehearsals are happening, or how does yes. that work? Every time Go. we come in, there's something new to work with Go. or to play with, or we like we just got the fish tank for the piranha uh, last week, and. Um, so the world's kind of being created around them each night. It absolutely is. It absolutely is, which is so great because oftentimes you are rehearsing in this empty studio for two weeks, three weeks, four mm. weeks, and then you get thrown onto the set that you've only heard about or seen pictures of and hope it's going to do what you expect it to do. So with the set being built as we are doing the show, we get to use it as we need it and find that maybe some things don't work or some things are better than I expected. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Now, uh, and you work at Lyric, right? I do. I'm the company manager at Lyric Theater of Oklahoma. So what's coming up with Lyric in the near future? We um, move our season from the plaza down to the Civic Center for the summer. And we open with Singing in the Rain on in June, the sure. last week of June. <laughs> I should know better. Um, followed by uh, Newsies two weeks after that. And close out that summer season with Titanic two weeks after that. Oh, very cool. So yes. going from disaster to Titanic. It all exactly. Kind of, I'm bookending. Yeah, right. Bookending my summer. <laughs> it really is cool how like the theater community is, you know, it's all connected and supportive of each like Pollard, oh, sure. Lyric, um, all the different companies around the area. You have uh, to be. Yeah, absolutely. You have to be. Yeah. Because you end up working with the same people. Not the mm -hmm. same people, but like Jerome, for example, who works here, is going to play uh, Pulitzer in Newsies for us. Oh, cool. You know, and, 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 you know, he has a great relationship with us. We have a great relationship with him. It helps, too, when you need props or set pieces because you can just call up and say, hey, I remember that desk in that show. Can I borrow it for this show? Right, right. Yeah. And so, so it's great. You know, you just build relationships and everybody knows everybody else. And, again, sometimes it takes a project like this where I get to, to say, hey, I really want to work with A, B, C, and D because I haven't yet. Right. And, and great people like Jerome say, okay, great, do it. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. I'm looking forward to Newsies. We just watched, uh, watched it on Netflix. Oh, sure. The, um, with uh, uh, the lead, he's also in the TV show. He's also in Supergirl, Supergirl. Jeremy Jordan. Yes. Uh -huh. He's brilliant. Yeah, yeah he's great. He's yeah. terrific. And Carol Lindsay's in that and a whole bunch of people. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Looking forward to that. Matthew, uh, thanks for letting us talk to you about disaster. Anytime. Right on. Thank you so much. Bricks, uh, good interview there, Matthew. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> hey, thanks. Yeah. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty excited about watching Disaster. So not only is Red Break Nights happening this Saturday, everything else is happening too. Yes. Everything. Everything. You learn. You can learn a lot Saturday before yeah. you head down the Red Break Nights. Yeah. A bunch of folks have started like um, uh, like a monthly thing called Guthrie Maker Days. Awesome. It's the same Saturday as Red Brick Nights. And so you can learn how to do like all these different like artistic things in Guthrie. 
Um, so like over at Van and Sherry's place, Oklahoma Mini Mill. You ever heard of it? Oklahoma uh, Mill. Yeah, yeah. I love the Mini Mill. <laughs> but um, you can uh, like they'll teach you how to do like the the drop spindle thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you end up with like the the fleece thing, but you still mm-hmm. have to like take that and take the roving. <laughs> the roving. Yes. Yeah, and you take the drop spindle and you spin the yarn. And yeah. so you make yeah. it into like a yeah. thing that you can actually make, you know, yeah. your sweater out of. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Scarf. You can spin it and yeah. apply it there and Sherry can teach you because she's a pro. Yeah. 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 We're going to have idea. to have somebody on the show every episode from now on who can explain Please. that because Lama. I'm never going to get it. <laughs> Leonardo. Right. <laughs> Big machines. Um, you can also learn how to paint with wool. Uh, at the art loft. So art loft. Well, just through lunch, just a little bit. Uh, eleven to four. <laughs> eleven to four. <laughs> yes. Uh, for, at, at Oklahoma Mini Mill is eleven to four, right? Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And then the uh, art loft, which is over on Oklahoma, so yes. just around the corner from Red Brick Nights, mm-hmm. they've got the art center on the first floor. The art loft, mm-hmm. appropriately, is mm-hmm. above the right. art center. It lofts above it. Lofts. So yes. you can learn how to paint with wool. Uh, there from two to four. Is that Becky's time camp? It is. Yeah, yes. she's great. Yeah, and um, you can it, you have to register for that one, uh, but you can register by either calling Becky mm-hmm. at eight two two zero three six six, or you can email her as well. Absolutely at uh, uh, artloftok at gmail dot com. Yes. So, um, what else can you learn to do? Seven ten. Uh, how about scrapbooking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. uh, create your own scrapbook page. Uh, uh, all supplies will be provided by 710. Uh, bring your own photos. And uh, that, of course, that's located at 710 East Warner, one of the newer businesses here. Less than a year. Yeah, mm-hmm. that place is really cool. Like, yeah. It's um, how, like, like a bed and breakfast kind of place. Mm-hmm. You can stay there with like your, you know, all your uh, artistic scouts. friends. Yeah. Yeah. And like everybody hangs out there and spends the night. And they have a, the attic is renovated into like this, mm-hmm. you know, arts and crafts kind of mm-hmm. I'm always afraid I'm gonna use the wrong word with different disciplines of things yeah. I think I'm gonna offend them by not, not that they're gonna get offended by no. something but I always like you know it's well, like talking about a musician and saying um, yeah they did a great job you know ratcheting on the, <laughs> the whiz bang but no you, you and when you watch me play I just did the like the office I would, <laughs> 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 so you can scrapbook at 710. There's alcohol ink art, which is n- not exactly what it sounds. It sounds like you're just going to drink booze and paint, <laughs> oh. but yeah. that's a different yeah. thing. But alcohol ink art, you can you can blow alcohol ink around with them. I don't even know what that means. I, 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 you're, you're on the island here. I don't know what... Yeah. The, <laughs> it looks like the, like the picture... I'm just gonna go with it. It's cool. <laughs> it, looks, it looks fun. Yeah. yeah, but you can do that at the Guthrie Art Center uh, from five to eight. Uh, let's see. Home Sweet Home on the Range is a, a shop over on Harrison, and they're like one ten West Harrison. Uh, who what? One ten West. One ten West Harrison. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you have all those addresses memorized because you're so good with numbers. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Um, but you can make bracelets over there. Pretty cool bracelets. Over at uh, Sealed with a Kiss, um, Swack. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, you can uh, drop in and learn how to do a little bit of knitting and crocheting. They have what they call it, uh, we've talked about it before, the beginner bunch. Beginner bunch. It's hard to say. I'm not going to say anything. But Brunch, bunch, much. Yeah. People start throwing like, like 
consonants in a row like that rural juror exactly rural juror which is Kimmy Schmidt yeah no Rock. yeah yeah but the beginner bunch over there at uh, SWAC like 30 to 45 bucks you can like, get like a box of materials and do things with them yeah. Well, it looks like most of these events average ten to twenty-five dollars. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, just about yeah. roughly, give or take. And that includes uh, your supplies yeah. for the day on almost mm -hmm. all these. Yeah. yeah, and you get to hang out with cool people. All these folks are like super geniuses that teach you how to do things. Mm -hmm. And it's just only a handful of them. There are so many people in Guthrie that are like experts in their craft, mm -hmm. and uh, it kind of just melts my brain sometimes. Uh, the other day, I saw uh, Lisa Sorrell, who uh, boots. boot maker, yeah, yeah, like world famous boot maker. Um, there was someone who was going to be like her apprentice from like New Zealand yeah, or someplace who was yeah. coming here to like uh -huh. learn the ways of boot making from yeah. from her. Yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah, right. Yeah, that is cool. cool. Yeah. So all that takes place Saturday, June first. Yeah, and then after you do get your creative stuff artwork on. Red Brick Nights. Yeah, you can grab dinner. Like either, yeah. Uh, there's tons of restaurants downtown, plus the food trucks over by the, the music area. Yep. Uh, endless options to to eat good food in Guthrie. Also on Saturday, in addition to, in addition to, um, the Spring Garden Tour, like the Logan County Master Gardeners, of which my mother is one. Yeah, she is she a master is, gardener. She is a master gardener. She is I a great agree. gardener. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a junior job. gardener? No. Oh, no. you're no, never mind. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I forgot who I was talking to for a second. No. So, but yeah, my mom, who she's not watching, but um, <laughs> might be listening. Maybe so. Uh, yeah. So her and uh, all of the fellow master gardeners have organized this like really cool uh, spring garden tour. So there are one, two, three, four, five, five. Oh, cool. Different gardens that you can. Um, I've seen pictures of these. Uh, like they're not like. It's not like a few pots with you know posies in them. Like these are like people who have like serious, like mind blowing, like museum quality gardens, right. yeah. like around Guthrie. Um, and so you can go to any of the locations, and it's a five dollar uh, ticket to like, go on the garden tour. But you can show up to any of them. Two eight two three 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 one is the number of OSU extension, and they can uh, give you more information about it. Beautiful gardens. Get a five dollar ticket. So all that stuff's happening June first. This is Saturday. Well, you can talk yeah. about the uh, the bands that follow yes. us. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. they're great bands. I, I haven't, I've seen one of them live, and yeah, the other awesome. one we've seen them online. It's just wow, it's blown yeah. away. Yeah. So. Dawson Hollow folks are playing, and they're from Missouri, mm -hmm. and like they kind of have that like super like kind of like energetic like indie yeah. folk kind yeah. of. Yeah, they're. Part family or most mostly wow. family, so they've got that sync. They're really yeah. synced in. Yeah, yeah. some a, families are like that. Yeah, and multi instrumentalists, like all of them, play like five instruments. So it's going to be a great show from them. Yeah, I like it when like families that play like are like you can tell they like they're super dialed in and like they get along and uh -huh. Jackson Five. Yeah, exactly. They don't have any issue whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> totally got along. No awkward family stuff. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, bands. Yeah. Uh, so th those guys are fantastic. Then um, the uh, Buddy South. Buddy South. Yeah. Is, uh, those guys, like it has that like kind of like, uh, like a good old 
fashion, I said something like a good old fashioned like bar band uh-huh. kind of like honky tonk, honky tonk, sure. yeah. Uh, yeah. like alternative country, uh-huh. and um, kind of vibe. And one of the like, uh, uh, kind of like a lyric driven kind of thing where John, the, the, the singer, uh, yeah, you can tell that he like is like a lyric guy, mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. And then, like, some like the, the videos I've watched of them, and I've seen them like once live. Like, this is some like really fantastic guitar playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like yeah. the guitars plus pedal steel stuff. And so, yeah, it's gonna be a really good night of music. Yeah. Um, um, music, segue, that kind of stuff. You guys wanna play another song? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. Cool. Um, you guys yeah. like them? Yeah. Us? You All play? of us no. together. Yeah. I didn't bring the harmonica, I feel like. <laughs> I'm pretty mean with the triangle, too. So <laughs> right? like, I just saw a video this Mike sent me the other night. Total tangent before we get out of here. Um, this is when they talk so they can tune. I've learned the concert uh-huh. trick. So this video that somebody sent had, um, uh, it, they this guy put his phone down and he asked uh, Siri what, like a, it was like a complicated like math, like what's the, the square root of da, 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 to the 10th power? And Siri replies back, like that's 1.0000000 and it was like 400 zeros and so the guy put his phone down and so Siri's going zero 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 and the guy's like and he does like this whole like what? it's a beat to like Siri going zero 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 and you're like oh, oh, oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It's music out of a Siri yeah. mathematical answer that's it's, great it's pretty fantastic wow yeah I'll send it to you along yeah. with Something else that you had, I was going to send something to you. I need to take more notes during these shows. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. proper notes too, Michael, Matthew. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All right, so um, uh, Saturday, Red Brick Nights. Yeah. You guys are going to play some more music. Um, we're going to play one more song right now to kind of take us out mm-hmm. from this episode of Hit yeah. the Bricks.
I wanna fly 